Get ready for an all-new Hardline segment. It's time to step into the Snake Pit. Now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of the Snake Pit, Snake. All right, thank you very much. Edition 1 of 2024 of Snake Pittage. So I was actually going to do this on White Elephant Day, and we didn't have time, because, you know, content machines that we all are on that day. And it involves something that is specific to my childhood, and therefore probably Bob's childhood as well, as we're separated by a couple of years, only by a couple of years. And it is the theorem of how we uh, basically were spoon-fed a, gen- a previous generation superstar that made us completely turned off to that said superstar. And what I'm talking about is when I was 12, 13, 14, 15 years old and you became super interested in music and things like that. I think, you know, when you're a little kid, you just kind of listen to what your parents are playing on in the car. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. And they may let you watch something that's a little offbeat, but it, it, essentially you're... You're under their wing, and and so and and this is nothing new to to generations these days. You basically listen to what in the car. You there are very few kids, or at least that I know of, that are like turn it on this station. The ticket. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm you're in my car. Now you're listening to what I'm listening to right now. Yeah, you know, little kids. And so my parents were that way. And when you become your own human, and you start seeking these things out on your own, or in our case, things like MTV were created, and then we're watching this constantly, and we're seeing things that were like, oh, wait, so that's a new artist, and that's uh, the, that guy has been around since the 70s, whatever. You start to see things in a different light, especially knowing that music videos at the time weren't even a thing at all when we were little kids. Right. Those are like late-night, mid-nighty type things that you would see on uh, you know, post-Saturday Night Live and things like that. And so... These are the superstars in my world that I could not stand, even though they weren't even that old. But in my mind, not only were they old, they were ancient. And what were they doing on my TV with all the cool guys that I want to be watching? So we'll start with a female because I had never, I had no touchstone when it came to this woman until this song invaded my TV. And I thought, what is this and who is this? And get it out of here now. now <laughs> as fast as you possibly can. Because this is the queen of soul. We are on the same page here. This is Aretha Franklin. Who, when this song was released in 1985, was only like mid-30s or something. I mean, like, maybe. But it was this... I I hated this song so much. I hated the video so much. Yeah, and it was, you know what? It, and this it, was first impression. Right, and part of it is uh, the media's fault. Because even a, if we like call a VJ... Uh, the, the the DJs of MTV, when they would introduce a song or whoever, 
they would do it in such a way where here's so-and-so and, oh, here's a new song from so-and-so. Oh, my goodness. Here comes, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for this, the queen. You know, and they would just set her up in such a condescending way to all us kids who didn't know who it was that we automatically hated it no matter who it would have been. Yeah. And, and she was kind of a big girl riding around in a convertible and she everybody's, had like a kid and play haircut. Everybody's, oh, here she is. I know. Oh, we're so lucky she did a new song for us. And then, you know, you would bitch about it and then some of your friends at school would have older brothers or sisters and you would, you would talk down about Aretha and they're like, no, 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 that, she does other really cool stuff that's not MTV. This sounds like it came right out of like a, uh, 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 Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Just, Pro- probably because it did. Kind of bad music, yeah, you know, yeah. just cheesy 80s music that right. you didn't really like. But instantly, I was disgusted by what was probably the greatest female soul singer there's ever been. Yes. And this, it's absolutely generational, right? Oh, because, yeah. Because every generation has a different version of this exact thing, right? Right. Where you're just told that you're supposed to worship this particular person because of something they did 30 years ago. Right. And I, this was like number one, the, the 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 number one assault on my youth at the time was her. And you come to realize that, yeah, you know, you, you get older, you're like, oh. Right. You're not the fat girl that rides in the convertible and down the street with the weird haircut you are not no you're kind of cool actually so on that same front so for me i i definitely was listening to led zeppelin and the rolling stones and the eagles and things like that so i kind of always thought they were cool from a from a young age and i don't know why i just maybe they were just on the radio and i listened to them and aretha wasn't on the station that i listened to but one guy that slipped through the cracks completely. I did not know him from Adam. I didn't know. I don't think I'd ever seen him before until this song came out, and I was equally disgusted. I hated Bruce Springsteen from the minute I saw him the first time in this video. There's no question. Like, what is this guy doing? Who is he? And I think it's the exact same thing with, with Aretha. Just the way it was presented to us. And he was 35. He was young. Yeah. That's really interesting because definitely in the case of Bruce, down the road you'd be like, oh, well, this guy really is genius. But the the initial way he is introduced to like high school kids was, again, so off-putting. That we didn't even really give him a chance. No. If, if you're selling him to us this hard, then we're automatically going to hate him just because you like him so much. Yes, and Bruce, I've seen Bruce now. Like, a, we're bad people, probably. Dude, like a dozen times I worship the ground the guy walks on. But when he first was introduced to us in 1984 on our TV screen, again, I don't know why Bruce never made it down the way the Stones and those other bands did. Yeah. But he was not around that. You didn't hear his stuff played like you did those other bands. I didn't know who he was. That's right. And then you found out he's like this weird New Jersey guy. And Dude, this song had like 10 videos as well. It did. Like every song was a video, and they were all super popular. I'm just like, go away, old man. Please. Just stop. And you know what? Like I feel like, Matt, that you guys all kind of are in this boat too with... 
tons of dudes. Like my my nephew came over to my house over Christmas, and there's a picture of my wife with uh, the Foo Fighters drummer who is now deceased, right? And my nephew, who's 27 years old, looks at that picture and is like, "Who's that?" And my wife looks at him like, are you serious? And he goes, well, I don't listen to those boomer bands. <laughs> Foo Fighters are not a boomer band. Well, again, I think that... Again, you just have to, find, you have to find the age. Yeah. I remember this, like, when you 2 got this treatment from the younger generation, I'm like... How can you feel this way about you too? That's there, exactly who I thought of was you too. That is a that's, and that's, right a, there. And that's, that's the it. thing. Well, that's the thing, though. It is, depending on your age of birth, and, and this is this is a conveyor belt of uh, of of how this works. And you guys are on the other side of 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 that boundary where you two you've only heard people a generation older than you talk about their greatness to such a level that it's been off putting, and you never actually gave them a chance, which. Is a defense of you too, but it's really just a defense of the human brain. <laughs> I, it may be. I don't. I don't know. Or it may have been just MTV for us. We don't want to be told that something's great no. by, by older people, well, no matter who it is and what it is. Here's one that it took me until like five years ago to get over, and this is not a musician, but it's a person in pop culture that was thrown into my life in 1985 because I think she was friends with Michael Jackson, and it was just all over the news. Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> so in the 80s elizabeth taylor was done like she didn't act anymore she didn't do anything yet every grocery store we went to there was a photo of her and some schleppy construction worker that she met in rehab that she ended up marrying and it was the biggest story in the world she got the whole package and so my parents were telling me like oh this lady you wouldn't believe how beautiful she was and it, they right. would still like call her beautiful and here's this woman with this yeah. big black bushy hair don't ever tell somebody younger than you that this person used to be beautiful exactly i'm like that's beautiful like if she's a pig that's the death war this is the hottest girl in the world no way and she wasn't even that old back then either yeah because as younger people we're immortal and we're gonna live forever right yeah. right this lady was like big and out of shape clearly and aging. Hair. yes oh well, yes like a hint of aging and she married this white trash construction worker i'm like this woman sucks. This is your, I don't know who the lady was at the time, like our lady, but this was not, there was no comparison. She was trash. And in my brain, she remained trash until I started like seeing old movies of her. I'm like, oh, oh, hubba hubba. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. I kind of understand what they were saying. Yeah. I wonder if there's an age where we then come out of it and recognize that those people who we had automatically turned on. Uh, I I think this probably happened with uh with me with like Bill Russell where yeah. I was so tired of hearing old people tell me about Bill Russell that I never really gave him a chance till I was probably in my 40s. Right. <laughs> then you're like, "Wow, you guys know who's really great?" <laughs> Bill Russell. Like they're all like rebounds a game. What are you saying? <laughs> We've right. been trying to tell you that your whole life. It is just so weird the way, and I've come around on all of them, you know. I, Paul Newman was another one. You tried to shove Paul Newman down my face, like in The Color of Money, the Tom Cruise movie that Scorsese directed. I'm like, eh. I remember on Golden Pond. Oh my God. Like, oh gosh, turn this off. Dude. Yeah.
There's so many examples like that, which we don't have time to get into, but it's a good little uh, dig around. I'd love to hear you guys, your list from when you were younger of things like that, because it exists for everyone, for every single generation. 